Hey, it's Lynn Brown. Welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. You know, I spent the first half of my life people pleasing, and then in my spare time, I was trapped by the opinions of others. But I have committed to building a business that will serve women for the rest of my life. I want to equip and empower and accelerate growth in the lives of gritty women all over the world. Today, I am super excited to have the amazing, world-changing, international, mission-minded, and let me add, I just I just have to toss this in, registered nurse, Hannah Odiorn. I can't think of a better example of a gritty woman. So, and I, I've got to go ahead and tell y'all, she is my niece. So I, I am a little biased, but um, let me just go ahead and introduce Hannah to you. Hannah, we are super excited to have you on our podcast today. Oh, I'm just so happy to be here. And um, the one and only Lynn Brown, she's amazing. So I was just so blessed whenever she asked me to come share a little bit with you guys. And I'm just excited for where this is going. So, All right. Well, let's grit going, as they say. <laughs> ha ha. Little, little pun of fun there. Okay. So, you know, we're just going to start out. I just want y'all to to meet Hannah today and just to, to hear her heart. And so I love to ask these questions. And you know, we know that the quality of the questions that we ask determine the quality of the answers that we get. And so I've, I've spent a lot of time on these questions and they're simple, but very impactful. So let's start mm-hmm. here. Hannah, um, what makes you cry? Hmm. Well, to start off, I have been on a journey these past three months and I've really encountered the Lord in ways that I never have in my whole entire 23 years of life. So he's just taken me super, super deep. And I just, he's put a burden on my heart for the lost and the broken and for the people who believe the lies of the enemy. And I believe that the people that um, just miss the call of God in their lives, that is like the biggest burden on my heart. And so whenever I see people struggling and living in bondage, that just breaks my heart because you don't have to live like that. You can live in pure freedom and um, live out the call of God on your life if you just rest and listen to the voice of the Lord. Um, so, yeah, just when people don't fully listen to God, that just breaks my heart. And I and I totally, I mean, I feel, I feel your passion for that. And I totally understand because I honestly sat in a place for the first half of my life thinking every Sunday— there's got to be more than this. Is this it? Is there more? I would I would say I'm sorry for my sins and I would try to do better the next week. But I did not have a, a fire in my soul. I did not believe that there was that it was really going to be different, that I could really kind of experience heaven on earth. And we're supposed to be able to yeah. experience that. Yeah, because that's the will of God on our life. It says, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I feel like there's such a misconception of the kingdom of God that people have to strive and perform for his love and and for to have an encounter with him when that's a complete lie from the enemy. And that is something that makes me cry, too. It's my heart cry for people is this this performance and this striving to earn the love of God when in reality, um, Jesus is just waiting for you to just find your rest in him. There's no striving in the kingdom of the Lord and I just think that that's just such a bis- big misconception and that mm-hmm. people just need to just lay their performance down before the feet of Jesus and just rest in him. 
I think that's great. And I think, you know, the thing that I hear from so many people, um, men and women alike, um, even young, young kids these days, you know, I hear the word stress. I, I even hear it when I'm working in schools. I hear yeah. it with adults. I hear it in companies and organizations. I hear it in church. I see endless, endless lists of people that are that are stressed and sick and suffering with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And and I think that, you know, we are we have this obligation, yeah. you know, to to share this the truth that we don't have to be a certain way. We just need to be who he created us to be and become, you know, to become who he created us to be. Yes. And the reality is that we live in a fallen world and the Bible tells us we will go through sufferings in this lifetime, but it's up to you to decide how you're going to carry those sufferings out and walk through those seasons. Um, We can equip ourselves with the word of God and just spend time in his presence and I believe that that is one thing that can get us out of that cycle of um, bondage and believe in lies. And um, so, yeah, that's awesome. And and I know one thing with our our gritty women movement, you know, what G is for gratitude, and it's for it's really gratitude is is you know a buzzword, but it's really giving thanks, yeah. and it's just being thankful for where you are, mm-hmm. and every day writing down you know, those things that you're, you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And, and I've done that, you know, for, um, three or three years now, books and books of them. And some people say, Oh, that seems so silly, but I'm like, have you tried it? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, I've heard of that before, but so often we hear of things, but we don't do them. And, you know, yeah. we can hear a lot and know a lot, but if we don't put into action, we're going to sit right. there like a stone, like I did for so long. But, um, so let's move on to the to the next question. All right. What makes you sing? What makes my soul joyful is just new revelation, new life, um, the newness of being transformed in the spirit. And what that looks like is just laying your old self down and just coming alive in the new things that the Lord has set aside for you and just coming against all the negatives in your life because we're constantly surrounded by voices like telling us we can't do stuff or we can't travel the world. We can't do whatever we want to. And the reality is, is that the Lord placed his desires in our hearts because he knows what we want. He knows what we need, even when we don't know that. And um, so I think that just when people step out of their comfort zone to fulfill their own desires without listening to the voice of people telling you that you can't do something that just, that makes me happy. And I love um, when people just set a goal and they accomplish their goal, no matter how long it takes for them to reach that goal. It takes five years, 10 years, however long. I just love seeing success. And whenever people tell you, you can't do something and you overcome that and beat the odds. Love that. I know that's some good stuff, you know, and, and it's so true because we all, you know, have those, those voices and, you know, that remind us of, of try to remind us of the past or, you know, people, well-meaning people sometimes will say, oh, well, I think maybe you just need to do this. And, um, but if we are truly connected, you know, with our creator mm-hmm. and, and if we have a relationship with him, we can, we can hear and sense and know, you know, what we're supposed to do. And we don't have to see the whole picture. Yeah. And, you know, that's, what's fascinating that's about you, yeah. I think, is that you didn't see the whole picture. Right. 
I just took a leap of faith. I heard the voice of the Lord and I surrendered everything and I just, I took off. I ended up in Mexico over three months and I had no idea that was going to happen. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about that. You were, you were at a hospital, your first, um, you know, hospital assignment as a registered nurse. So I graduated from college a year ago and the Lord set me up with an amazing job. It was awesome. I loved the people I worked with and I was at a huge magnet teaching hospital down in South Florida. Um, and everything made sense. I was living in a house by myself. I didn't have rent and it just, it made sense for me to stay there, stay there. Um, and the Lord spoke to me and said, this isn't where I want you. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like I have this great big house that I don't have to pay rent for. And I have this amazing job. And I actually, right before I went to quit my job to leave to go to Mexico, my boss was like, oh, by the way, like we promoted you to this representative of our floor. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this, <laughs> this cannot be. So um, anyways, it just, in the natural, it made sense for me to be in Tampa, Florida, making money like straight out of college. But I knew in my spirit, the Lord spoke to me, told me to do something. So, and that's just an example of the grace of God. He gives us free will. So in that moment, I could have decided, hey, I'm going to stay here where I'm comfortable. But the Lord hasn't called us to be comfortable. He's called us to step out of our comfort zone and to get from where we are to where he wants us to be. So it was really hard for me to quit my job because I had established a life there and I had just decorated this house just like I wanted it. And I had a lot of friends, Um, but the Lord wanted me somewhere else. And so because I was obedient to him, he's opened up so many more doors for me and he's allowed me to just experience him to the fullness at another level. That's awesome. And I think there's so many women right now listening to this podcast and they're thinking, wow, you know, I wish, I wish I had the courage, you know, I wish I, I could just step out, you know, maybe they're 23, maybe they're 43, maybe they're 103, but you know, it's, it's never too late and, and to become who you were created to be. And, and it's so exciting because um, it's just like you said, you know, you take that first step, then he's going to reveal to you the next step. You don't have to have the whole plan. And I think so many people, I, it just, wears me down. Do you understand me? They're getting ready, getting ready to get ready. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you? The time is now. And I love the nature of God is like, we think, oh no, like I missed, I missed the will of God on my life. Like I'm 50 years old. I'm 60 years old. But the reality is, is that Jesus has one plan for your life. He doesn't have a plan B for your life, but he has a million ways to get there. And the truth is, is you're going to miss it the first time. You're going to miss it the second time, but it's enduring and persevering and trusting that the Lord is speaking to you and going through with that. And he's not going to reveal it to you on a silver platter. He's not going to just scream down from the heavens and tell you to do something. It's, it's building your trust and your hope in him that he is speaking to you and he opens doors in his timing. So it's, you're not going to miss it. That's right. You can't, it's impossible to miss it. You know, and if we just will take the step, you know, um, just take that one step in the direction of our dreams. And and I love this because I think back to your I remember getting your graduation announcement and and the scripture that was on the back of it, um, you know, was was so amazing. And it said, um, you know, she is clothed in strength and dignity and she laughs um, without fear of the future. So, you know, just thinking about now and thinking about where you've, you know, where your life has taken you, you know, what makes you laugh? 
Oh, a lot of stuff makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, well, being a nurse, I have a great sense of humor. So, <laughs> but no, I, I just, I tend to sit back like in my quiet moments with the Lord. And I just laugh at the simplicity of the gospel. Like, People over-spiritualize stuff. They over-complicate things when it's so simple. Like, Jesus just came to give us life, and we are to give life into others and to love others unconditionally, even when we don't think we can. But that's the nature of Jesus. And I just, I laughed at, like, he's so simple. He is just so simple, and he's funny, too. Like, I don't know. I just love his humor, and Mm -hmm. he just makes me laugh. Um... (laughs) And I laugh whenever we just overcome our failures. Mm-hmm. When, like I said earlier, what makes me cry always also makes me laugh that like people told you you can't do anything and you go for it and you do it. And I mean, that's just, it's funny. We, just, we have to find humor in those moments where we feel like we're just doomed, but then we keep going and we overcome our failures. That's right. Um, when, when you know your purpose, when you truly get to that place, where you know without a shadow of a doubt your purpose and and you trust him, then it's like you said, you can. You can sit back and laugh. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I know it's funny because I, I think back a lot of times, you know, about things that people have said, you know, in the past about um me growing up in high school and a lot of those shenanigans that I was involved in. And I know, you know, you had some shenanigans too. And, and <laughs> we all do. <laughs> yeah. We have our shenanigans, but yeah. it makes us who we are. It does. You know? and it, it does. And, and it gives us a story yeah. to help other people who feel like they can't make anything of themselves. It's just a testimony to the faithfulness and the goodness of God. It is. He is. He is so, he's so, like you said, he's so hilarious because he can take what the world thought, I don't even know how, you know, they're going to get from here to there. And, and if we're willing, you know, he will use us in mighty ways. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know, it's just so exciting. Just the fact that we're, you know, on this podcast together today, you know, is just, it's just pretty cool. I know. You know, I don't know. It's exciting. <laughs> and, um, so let me, let me ask you this. Um, I always ask my, my guests on the show and, and people that, you know, I, I coach and train a lot of times, you know, what, when you think of a gritty woman, you know, we know that gritty women are, you know, they have gratitude. They practice gratitude. They're resilient. When they fall down, they get back up They Mm -hmm. inspire, you know, they don't overthink things, but um, they think for themselves and, and they are becoming who they were created to be. So when you think of a gritty woman, what do you think of? I, hmm. I think of someone who has a goal and they chase after it. They go after it. No matter the circumstances around them, it doesn't matter if they're raising five kids by themselves, like a single mom, whatever it is, which that's gritty in in itself. But just you have a goal and you chase after it. You don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something. And it's just beating the odds of overcoming what people say about you that you can't do. Um, yeah, just being confident in who you are and just loving yourself. Um, that's something I'm learning. I've, it's funny because I gained a lot of weight in Mexico, but the Lord has really actually taught me a lot through that about just loving myself and taking care of myself. Um, but yeah, just embracing who you are mm-hmm. and just walking it out confidently. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's some good stuff. And it's so true because, you know, it's it's the heart that, makes us who we are 
it's and that's why I love to say, you know, gritty, gritty is the new pretty because, mm-hmm. you know, I can't tell you how many times, you know, and I've said this before, you know, but people say, oh, your hair. I just love your hair. And I know you get a lot of compliments, too. And I'm like, you know what? I want you to love my heart. I want you to feel my heart and see my heart. And and my, you can compliment me, too. But it's it's the heart that that we want people to see so yeah. that they can find the freedom that we found. Oh, yeah. You know, so, um, you know, gritty women are, they're expectant. You know, we want to live a life that just screams out loud, you know, God's power. We want to run toward it. Like you yeah. said, we want to run toward the potential. And and I want every person to know, you know, what's inside of them. Yeah. I mean, that would just, if, if we could go out right now and just, you know, every person we saw and every everybody listened to the sound of our voice. If we could just somehow just let them know how much they are loved and valued. Mm-hmm. The, the face of the world would change yeah, in an instant. That's right. You know, so we got to keep, you know, just we got to keep our eyes on the prize and, you know, know that the best is not behind us. I hear so many people saying, oh, the good old days, you know, mm-hmm. and the best is not even right now. But I believe with yeah. all my heart that the best is is yet to it be. Is. It truly is. It is. And I, I'm so excited about, you know, the journey that that we're both on about watching you as you go on, you know, to California in August and just to see, you know, how God is going to use you internationally. Because, you know, we're no longer just, you know, the the girls from small town America with the four stoplight <laughs> sister. We are uh, we are international. Yeah. Gritty women. That's right. Gritty <laughs> women. It's a movement. It has started, you know, and you know, we know that there they're gonna be gritty women boot camps popping up in different cities yes. around and we're super excited about it. So I just want to thank all of you for joining us today and Hannah, I just want to thank you for being yes, my special thank guest. Thank you for having me. And you it's are so wonderful. welcome. We'll do it again. <laughs> and um, hey, y'all just keep the grit going because, you know, gritty is the new pretty and we, we have a lot to do in this world. So make sure you share this with your friends. We got to get this around the world and um, we'll see you next week. Take yeah, care. Bye. <laughs> hey, it's Lynn Brown. Welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. You know, I spent the first half of my life people-pleasing, and then in my spare time, I was trapped by the opinions of others. But I have committed to building a business that will serve women for the rest of my life. I want to equip and empower and accelerate growth in the lives of gritty women all over the world. Today, I am super excited to have the amazing, world-changing, international, mission-minded, and let me add... I just, I just have to toss this in. Registered nurse, Hannah Odiorn. I can't think of a better example of a gritty woman. So, and I, I've got to go ahead and tell y'all, she is my niece. So I, I am a little biased, but um, let me just go ahead and introduce Hannah to you. Hannah, we are super excited to have you on our podcast today. Oh, well, I'm just so happy to be here. And um, the one and only Lynn Brown, she's amazing. So I was just so blessed whenever she asked me to come share a little bit with you guys. And I'm just excited for where this is going. So, all right, well, let's grit going as they say, <laughs> ha ha, little, little pun of fun there. Okay. So, you know, we're just going to start out. I just want y'all to, to meet Hannah today and just to, to hear her heart. And so I love to ask these questions and, you know, we know that the quality of the questions we ask determine the quality of the answers that we get. And so, I've, I've spent a lot of time on these questions and they're simple, but very impactful. So let's start here. Hannah, um, 
what makes you cry? Hmm. Well, to start off, I have been on a journey these past three months, and I've really encountered the Lord in ways that I never have in my whole entire 23 years of life. So He's just taken me super, super deep. And I just, He's put a burden on my heart for the lost and the broken and for the people who believe the lies of the enemy. And I believe that the people that um, just miss the call of God in their lives, that is like the biggest burden on my heart. And so whenever I see people struggling and living in bondage, that just breaks my heart because you don't have to live like that. You can live in pure freedom and um, live out the call of God on your life if you just rest and listen to the voice of the Lord. Um, So, yeah, just when people don't fully listen to God, that just breaks my heart. And I I totally... I mean, I feel I feel your passion for that. And I totally understand because I honestly sat in a place for the first half of my life thinking every Sunday, there's got to be more than this. Is this it? Is there more? I would I would say I'm sorry for my sins and I would try to do better the next week. But I did not have a, a fire in my soul. I did not believe that there was that it was really going to be different, that I could really kind of experience heaven on earth. And we're supposed to be able to experience that. Yeah, because that's the will of God on our life. It says, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I feel like there's such a misconception of the kingdom of God that people have to strive and perform for his love and and for to have an encounter with him when that's a complete lie from the enemy. And that is something that makes me cry too. My heart cry for people is this, this performance and this striving to earn the love of God, when in reality, um, Jesus is just waiting for you to just find your rest in Him. There's no striving in the kingdom of the Lord. And I just think that that's just such a big misconception and that Mm -hmm. people just need to just lay their performance down before the feet of Jesus and just rest in Him. I think that's great. And I think, you know, the thing that I hear from so many people um, men and women alike, um, even young young kids these days, you know, I hear the word stress. Mm-hmm. I, I even hear it when I'm working in schools. I hear yeah. it with adults. I hear it in companies and organizations. I hear it in church. I see endless, endless lists of people that are that are stressed and sick and suffering with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And and I think that, you know, we are we have this obligation, yeah. you know, to to share this the truth that we don't have to be a certain way. We just need to be who he created us to be and become, you know, to become who he created us to be. Yes. And the reality is that we live in a fallen world and the Bible tells us we will go through sufferings in this lifetime, but it's up to you to decide how you're going to carry those sufferings out and walk through those seasons. Um, We can equip ourselves with the word of God and just spend time in his presence And I believe that that is one thing that can get us out of that cycle of um, bondage and believing lies. And um, so, yeah, that's awesome. And and I know one thing with our our gritty women movement, you know, what G is for gratitude and it's for it's really gratitude is is, you know, a buzzword, but it's really giving thanks. And it's just being thankful for where you are Mm -hmm. and every day writing down you know, those things that you're, you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And, and I've done that, you know, for, um, 
three or three years now, books and books of them. And some people say, oh, that seems so silly. But I'm like, have you tried it? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, I've heard of that before. But so often we hear of things, but we don't do them. And, you know, yeah. we can hear a lot and know a lot. But if we don't put into action, we're going to sit right. there like a stone, like I did for so long. But um, so let's move on to the to the next question. All right. What makes you sing? What makes my soul joyful is just new revelation, new life, um, the newness of being transformed in the spirit. And what that looks like is just laying your old self down and just coming alive in the new things that the Lord has set aside for you and just coming against all the negatives in your life because we're constantly surrounded by voices like telling us we can't do stuff or we can't travel the world. We can't do whatever we want to. When the reality is, is that the Lord placed his desires in our hearts because he knows what we want. He knows what we need, even when we don't know that. And um, so I think that just when people step out of their comfort zone to fulfill their own desires without listening to the voice of people telling you that you can't do something, that just, that makes me happy. And I love um, when people just set a goal and they accomplish their goal, no matter how long it takes for them to reach that goal. It takes five years, 10 years, however long. I just love seeing success. And whenever people tell you you can't do something and you overcome that and beat the odds. Love that. I know that's some good stuff, you know, and, and it's so true because we all, you know, have those those voices and, you know, that remind us of, of, try to remind us of the past or, you know, people, well-meaning people sometimes will say, oh, well, I think maybe you just need to do this. And, um, but if we are truly connected, you know, with our creator mm-hmm. and, and if we have a relationship with him, we can, we can hear and sense and know, you know, what we're supposed to do. And we don't have to see the whole picture. Yeah. And, you know, that's what's fascinating that's about thing. you, yeah. I think, is that you didn't see the whole picture. Right. I just took a leap of faith. I heard the voice of the Lord and I surrendered everything. And I just, I took off. I ended up in Mexico for three months and I had no idea that was going to happen. Um, but tell us, tell us a little bit more about that. You were, you were at a hospital, your first, um, you know, hospital assignment as yes. a registered nurse. So I graduated from college a year ago and the Lord set me up with an amazing job. It was awesome. I loved the people I worked with and I was at a huge magnet teaching hospital down in South Florida. Um, and everything made sense. I was living in a house by myself. I didn't have rent and it just, it made sense for me to stay there, stay there. Um, and the Lord spoke to me and said, this isn't where I want you. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like I have this great big house that I don't have to pay rent for. And I have this amazing job. And I actually, right before I went to quit my job to leave to go to Mexico, my boss was like, Oh, by the way, like we promoted you to this representative of our floor and I'm like oh my gosh like this (laughs) this cannot be so um anyways it just in the natural it made sense for me to be in Tampa Florida making money like straight out of college but I knew in my spirit the Lord spoke to me told me to do something so and that's just an example of the grace of God he gives us free will so in that moment I could have decided hey I'm going to stay here where I'm comfortable But the Lord hasn't called us to be comfortable. He's called us to step out of our comfort zone and to get from where we are to where he wants us to be. So it was really hard for me to quit my job because I had established a life there and I had just decorated this house just like I wanted it. And I had a lot of friends, Um, but the Lord wanted me somewhere else. And so 
because I was obedient to him, he's opened up so many more doors for me and he's allowed me to just experience him to the fullness at another level. That's awesome. So, and th- I think there's so many women right now listening to this podcast and they're thinking, wow, you know, I wish I wish I had the courage. You know, I mm-hmm. wish I, I could just step out. You know, maybe they're 23, maybe they're 43, maybe they're 103. But, you know, it's it's never too late. And and to become who you were created to be. And, exactly. and it's so exciting because um, it's just like you said, you know, you take that first step, then he's going to reveal to you the next step. Exactly. You don't have to have the whole plan. And I think so many people, I it just wears me down. <laughs> Do you understand me? They're getting ready, getting ready mm-hmm. to get ready. And I'm like, I'm like, the what time are is you? Now. Yeah. The time is now. And I love the nature of God is like, we think, oh no, like I missed, I missed the will of God on my life. Like I'm 50 years old, I'm 60 years old. But the reality is, is that Jesus has one plan for your life. He doesn't have a plan B for your life, but he has a million ways to get there. And the truth is, is you're going to miss it the first time. You're going to miss it the second time, but it's enduring and persevering and trusting that the Lord is speaking to you and going through with that. And he's not going to reveal it to you on a silver platter. He's not going to just scream down from the heavens and tell you to do something. It's it's building your trust and your hope in him that he is speaking to you and he opens doors in his timing. So it's you're not going to miss it. That's right. You can't. It's impossible to miss it. You know, and if we just will take the step, you know, um, just take that one step in the direction of our dreams. And and I love this because I think back to your, I remember getting your graduation announcement and, and the scripture that was on the back of it, um, you know, was, was so amazing. And it said, um, you know, she is clothed in strength and dignity and she laughs um, without fear of the future. So, you know, just thinking about now and thinking about where you've, you know, where your life has taken you, you know, what makes you laugh? Oh, a lot of stuff makes me laugh. (laughs) Uh, Well, being a nurse, I have a great sense of humor. So, (laughs) but no, I, I just, I tend to sit back like in my quiet moments with the Lord. And I just laugh at the simplicity of the gospel. Like people over spiritualize stuff. They overcomplicate things when it's so simple. Like, Jesus just came to give us life and we are to give life into others and to love others unconditionally, even when we don't think we can, but that's the nature of Jesus. And I just, I laughed at like, he's so simple. He is just so simple and he's funny too. Like, I don't know. I just love his humor and Mm -hmm. he just makes me laugh. (laughs) Um, And I laugh whenever we just overcome our failures. Mm -hmm. When, like I said earlier, what makes me cry always also makes me laugh that like people told you you can't do anything and you go for it and you do it. And I mean, that's just, it's funny. We we have to find humor in those moments where we feel like we're just doomed, but then we keep going and we overcome our failures. That's right. Um, When, When you know your purpose, when you truly get to that place, where you know without a shadow of a doubt your purpose and and you trust him, then it's just like you said, you can. You can sit back and laugh. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I know it's funny because I, I think back a lot of times, you know, about things that people have said, you know, in the past about, um, 
me growing up in high school and a lot of the shenanigans that I was involved in. And I know, you know, you had some shenanigans too. And, and <laughs> we all do. <laughs> yeah, we have our shenanigans, but it yeah. makes us who we are. It you does. Know? It, it does. And, and it gives us a story yeah. to help other people who feel like they can't make anything of themselves. It's just a testimony to the faithfulness and the goodness of God. It is. He is. He is so, he's so, like you said, he's so hilarious because he can take what the world thought, I don't even know how, you know, they're going to get from here to there. And, and if we're willing, you know, he will use us in mighty ways. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know. It's just so exciting. Just the fact that we're, you know, on this podcast together today, you know, it's just, it's just pretty cool. I know. You know, I don't know. It's exciting. <laughs> and um, so let me, let me ask you this. Um, I always ask my, my guests on the show and, and people that, you know, I, I coach and train a lot of times, you know, what, it, when you think of a gritty woman, you know, we know that gritty women are, you know, they have gratitude. They practice gratitude. They're resilient. They, when they fall down, they get back up. They mm-hmm. inspire you know, they don't overthink things, but um, they think for themselves and, and they are becoming who they were created to be. So when you think of a gritty woman, what do you think of? I hmm, I think of someone who has a goal and they chase after it. They go after it. No matter the circumstances around them, it doesn't matter if they're raising five kids by themselves, like a single mom, whatever it is, which that's gritty in, in itself. But just you have a goal and you chase after it. You don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something. And it's just beating the odds of overcoming what people say about you that you can't do. Um, yeah, just being confident in who you are and just loving yourself. Um, that's something I'm learning. I'm, it's funny because I gained a lot of weight in Mexico, but the Lord has really actually taught me a lot through that about just loving myself and taking care of myself. Um, but yeah, just embracing who you are and mm-hmm. just walking it out confidently. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's some good stuff. And it's so true because, you know, it's, it's the heart that makes us who we are. It's and that's why I love to say, you know, gritty, gritty is the new pretty because, mm-hmm. you know, I can't tell you how many times, you know, and I've said this before, you know, but people say, oh, your hair. I just love your hair. And I know you get a lot of compliments, too. And I'm like, you know what? I want you to love my heart. I want you to feel my heart and see my heart. And and my, you can compliment me, too. But it's it's the heart that that we want people to see so yeah. that they can find the freedom that we found. Oh, yeah. You know, so, um, you know, gritty women are, they're expectant. You know, we want to live a life that just screams out loud, you know, God's power. We want to run toward it. Like you yeah. said, we want to run toward the potential. And and I want every person to know, you know, what's inside of them. Yeah. I mean, that would just, if, if we could go out right now and just, you know, every person we saw and every everybody listened to the sound of our voice. If we could just somehow just let them know how much they are loved and valued. Mm-hmm. The, the face of the world would change yeah, in an instant. That's right. You know, so we got to keep, you know, just, we got to keep our eyes on the prize and, you know, know that the best is not behind us. I hear so many people saying, Oh, the good old days, you know, mm-hmm. and the best is not even right now, but I believe with yeah. all my heart that the best is, is yet to it be. Is. It truly is. It is. And I, I'm so excited about, you know, the journey that that we're both on about watching you as you go on, you know, to California in August and just to see, you know, how God is going to use you internationally. Because, you know, we're no longer just, you know, 
the the girls from small town America with the four stoplight sister. We are yeah, we are international. Yeah, gritty women. That's right, gritty <laughs> women. It's a movement. It has started, you know, and you know we know that there they're going to be gritty women boot camps popping up in different cities yes. around, and Love it. we're super excited about it. So I just want to thank all of you for joining us today and. Hannah, I just want to thank you for being yes, my special thank guest. Thank you for having me. And you it's are so wonderful. welcome. We'll do it again. <laughs> and um, hey, y'all just keep the grit going because, you know, gritty is the new pretty and we, we have a lot to do in this world. So make sure you share this with your friends. We got to get this around the world and um, we'll see you next week. Take yeah, care. Bye. <laughs>